morning octagoons. How are we doing after Easter? Eating all them eggs, delicious chocolate eggs. Do you know what? I ate quite a lot of chocolate and I felt horrendous after it. Oh, I felt terrible. Not because not, not guilty or anything like that. Just my body was like, oh, that's a bit much, mate. Chill out. But I woke up on Easter Monday, which was yesterday, about over a kilo heavier. To be expected, obviously, having Chinese and Easter eggs. And that's it. I'm not adding anything else to that context. Can we all do that? I woke up today and my weight was X. And it is X amount higher, X amount lower than the day before. Full stop. That's how we need to look at these things. You need to full stop it. Nothing else. Don't add anything to it. And don't dare start feeling sorry for yourself for eating too much Easter eggs on Easter weekend. Don't start feeling sorry for yourself for drinking too much, eating too much cake, eating too much food. Don't go down that route because it's done. It's over. You enjoyed yourself. You did what you wanted to do in the moment. Fair play. Crack on. Today's a new day. That's exactly what we need to do because today's the only day you can actually change things now. So there's no dwelling on the weekend. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a fun. I hope you had the full day weekend, you know, to chill out and, you know, enjoy things, all that type of stuff. And now you're raring to go again. Even if you feel a bit sluggish, I feel very sluggish. Even if you feel a bit tired, lethargic, you know, I woke up on the Monday and there was Easter eggs still available. And the first thought waking up is, I need some chocolate right now. Okay, and I let it, I let that play out. I didn't go and eat the chocolate then because it's just a self, it's a, re, it's a self, um, what's the word? Um, self-reinforcing or self, you know, it's like the more you eat, the more you want, the more you eat, the more you want and it keep going, keep going, keep going there's no actual need for me to have consumed that chocolate, it was just that I've had a lot and now I will keep going and I think cutting that cycle off is important now, a lot of people, this happens over Christmas time where they go big on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, Boxing Day and then they wake up the next day and they're used to all of these super lush high calorie foods and there's something the body wants to keep going and you have to say no. You have to stop and say not today. I've had my bit. That's it. So it might be today that you are still feeling you want to eat more of the chocolate that's left over. And you go, well, we can't waste it. Yeah, you can. I mean, it's chocolate. It's there. It's either going to go into you and you're going to poop it out. <laughs> it's going to do whatever you want with it. I mean, give it, I don't know, can birds have chocolate? I don't know. Um, maybe keep it around and have bits and bobs, but just be realistic about it. You know, are you just telling yourself, oh, I better eat it because it's bad to waste stuff, which is something that's implanted in our brain since childhood. And I know for sure back in the day, people didn't want to waste stuff. You know, they were fucking rations over wars. You're going through loads of like shortages of food. Today, we've got abundance. And yeah, you feel bad wasting food because there's people out there that don't have food and stuff like that. But at the same time, you've got to balance it with what's best for me right now. Yes, I'm, I can't save the world from hunger and starvation. But I don't necessarily need to all eat everything that I've bought just because I've bought it. I can see if there's other avenues of giving it to a food bank or whatever it is. Or like if there's whatever's left, giving it, donating it. But if it, if in the end, it's better to not consume it, it's better to not consume it. Don't feel obliged. You have to. Right? We have to stop the train of overconsumption. Otherwise, it can keep going. And then it'll be a week gone. And this is what happens to people. This isn't The real problem isn't really the Easter weekend. The real problem is the Monday to Friday after it is just continuous of that behavior. And if you can cut that short, like I did yesterday, and you say, no, no, back to normal now. Back to my days. Back to eating moderately. Back to get my protein up. No problem for me. No problem for you. 
one thing I want to talk about as well today is like we're going to bring some stoicism in as always and let me find it for you so humans are not worried about real problems so much as his imagined anxieties about real problems right often our worry about what might happen or what we perceive to be the problem far outweighs the reality take a measured approach take facts over assumptions now how many of you are now in the assumptions realm and not in the facts realm the facts realm are this you'd have to consume 3500 plus say even it might be closer to 4500 calories over your maintenance in one day to gain one pound of fat and over a week you'd have to consume 4500 calories over your maintenance which could be about 500 to 700 calories a day over your maintenance so for most of you in a 500 calorie deficit that's about a thousand to 1200 calories more each day than you are consuming to gain that pound of fat at the end of the week okay so when you look at the numbers it's in your favor the facts are in your favour. The facts are you have not gained three pounds of fat since you weighed yourself this week, right? The assumption is you've gained three pounds of fat. The fact isn't this has ruined all your progress. The assumption is this ruined all your progress. The fact isn't none of those things. And I think the living with facts and stripping the rest of it off is the most important thing to start doing at the start of this week. And I, I, I like the idea, and this is a Buddhist approach to things as well, um, also like ancient Eastern wisdom, all, all the, this is a very big thing in there, as they call it, they look at facts, they look at the illusion, they look at the, like is Maya they call it, illusion or magic, and they look at the facts, and a lot of people, and it's even seen in uh, South American um, wisdom, so the four agreements, the Toltec wisdom, they call this, this like, this mist, this mist around the human vision, which is like an illusion, that we're all living in this mist of illusion and not from the facts. And if you think about it, and there's a famous philosopher, one of my faves, Montaigne, a French bloke, who says, you know, loads of terrible things have happened. Loads of terrible things. I've had loads of terrible things happen, but they didn't actually happen. Or something along those lines. It's a great quote. I've just butchered it. But, you know, like 85% of the terrible things that happened to me never actually happened or something like that is. And that's true. So can you see it? Can you see how we are wrong in our approach to these things? So you now are thinking catastrophizing thoughts about today or whatever. That like think about it. These things are overblown. This is what we we've been going wrong with this route for thousands of years. It's not a new thing we do. We are over we dra drama drama drama. No one wants to bear strip things back. And the philosopher Krishnamurti, who was Bruce Lee's favourite philosopher. And Bruce Lee's, a lot of Bruce Lee's fighting style was actually built from the teachings of Krishnamurti. Um, Bruce, Lee used to, Bruce Lee said that he used to fight with a certain style. And when he approached an opponent, he would, he would try and force his style into the fight. Even if the style wasn't fitting of that moment. So if someone, if Bruce Lee was doing a certain style and the other guy was in a certain other stance, that stance might be might be throwing certain punches at Bruce Lee, but because he's trying to force the punch in his style, his style isn't necessarily effective against that other style. So he's trying to force something that it's not there. So Bruce Lee started saying, my style is no style, which Krishnamurti would say, you know, like the be water, flow like water, you wanna be like water. There's no style, It just you just do what needs to be done at the right time. 
So you're not trying to force a action in there based on your training. You are just doing what's right in that moment. Okay? Does that make sense? So when it comes to the Krishnamurti type of stuff, the reason why trying to fit something in the moment against something Bruce Lee said was because it was slowing him down. He had to think of that move, think of the move he had to use. That was causing a conflict in his brain. So the move he's doing, the move Bruce Lee has to do back in his memory, causing a delay, causing a delay in his reactions. Didn't like him. So this duality, this contradiction in his brain was ruining his fighting. And then he was... This is Krishnamurti applies this to life. Now, if you're still with me, hope you are. If you're living with this duality in the brain, this is a this is in the this is a I think it's called Vedanta, Vedic Vedanta religion. It's not really a religion; it's philosophy. This is a big thing about dualism, duality. You're going into situations with the fact and the illusion. Anytime you do that, you're fighting between both, wearing you out, wearing you down. Making you feel sad, making you feel annoyed, fighting, 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 fighting. And in that fighting, you're unhappy, you're stressed, you can't seem to get out of it, you're fighting yourself, you feel like, why am I doing this? Catastrophizing. And they say, stop doing that. Stop looking at what the fact is. I ate loads of Easter eggs, I shouldn't have ate loads of Easter eggs. Okay? Most people are in that fight. That illusion of not eating Easter eggs. It's never going to be a fact because you did eat them. Does that make sense to you? So why are you even looking at the thing that you, you wish you didn't do? You can't change it. It's a hell of a rant, this is. I'm going to have to stop now. Um, work with the facts today, please. And just ignore the rest. I ate Easter eggs, but you know what? I've got to get my steps in. got to go and track. got to go and enjoy my day. End of. I don't waste a day worrying that I ate three Easter eggs, not one why i had five not one you know so on that note this is just a reminder podcast really about what's done is done crack on some of you would have blitzed through the weekend you probably just you moderately did it amazing some of you wouldn't have it's going to vary some of you are going to do brilliant on holiday some of you going to do brilliant in other ones these moments in time don't matter these four day weekend this bank holiday over there christmas they don't actually matter in the grand scheme it's everything in between that matters which is today so if you can do today and do that most of the year, you will get results, simple as. So don't use it as an excuse, please. Crack on today. Um, you've got, there's no habits boot camp tonight. I will let you know when Louise is doing a Q&A. Um, there is Dean League tomorrow, obviously, on the mindset. Um, and book club on Thursday on the new book, Seneca on the shortness of life. So hopefully you see some of you there. But other than that, guys, crack on with your day. Thanks for listening to my little rant this morning. Maybe it maybe it did help you, maybe it didn't. But use this as a prompt. If you're a habit bootcamp expert, use this as a prompt to do the action you need to do. If it's tracking, if it's drinking water, if it's going for a walk, getting your gym kit ready, if it's doing a piece of work, if it's catching up on emails, whatever it is, as soon as this podcast ends, you better crack on and get off your phone and go and do it. Otherwise, you get sucked into the scroll of doom. See you soon. <laughs>